This week we focus on the size of summer crop that South Africa expects to harvest in the 2021-22 production season. At the end of March, we received the second production um, estimates for the season, which really confirmed that South Africa is expecting a much better crop than some feared at the start of the year. We all know that at the start of the year was a period of excessive rains across most regions of South Africa. And there were worries that the yields uh, could be poorer in some areas, but also crop damages was a major worry. And we did see some in central or in western free state and even to parts of northwest where farmers were forced to replant but i think now that time has passed and we are having more data and we've seen the crop emerge from those tougher conditions we're able to take a step back and see what's coming up and the crop estimates committee had done exactly that in their estimates for example in march they lifted most crops uh, uh, projections from what they had released in February. You take, for example, the major grain maize was lifted uh, by 1% from the estimate of February to around about um, 14.7 million tons, which is expected now. Yes, this is down from the previous season at uh, down by 10% uh, year on year. But if you take it and you look 10 years back and to say, how does it compare with the average production in South Africa? Average production was about 12.8 million tons. So having a harvest of about 14.7 million tons is is a great achievement. But importantly, it's also well above our annual maize needs, which is about 11.8 million tons or so. If we dissect and say that 14.7 million ton, what is it? How much of that is yellow maize and how much of that is white maize? White maize makes out about uh, 7.6% while 7.1% is, is yellow maize. So this is a, this is a good story compared um, to, to the expectations we had had at the start of the year with some fearing that we might even be at a position where we might have to import some of the maize. So we're sitting solidly. And I think the only thing we can read out of that is that South Africa will remain a net exporter of maize in the 2022-23 marketing year, which starts next month, because this is the last month for the 2021-22 marketing year. So the production year and the marketing year usually overlaps in, in that way because we are in a 2021-22 production year and then the marketing 22-23. If we quickly move to soybeans, soybeans is also one of those crops where there were worries of the size of a harvest and what the crop estimate committee did last month, uh, they lifted by 4% from the estimate that we had in February. We now have a estimate, uh, a harvest estimate of about 1.9 million tons down marginally 1% from last year. But the important thing is that this is the second largest uh, soybean harvest in the history of South Africa, and I think that's a good thing. The improvement in yields as well as in the area plantings were the key uh, boost behind this. And we see similar optimism in sunflower seeds. Sunflower is one of those crops that has struggled in the past few years with area reduction and everything. But this time around, sunflower is making a huge boost. For example, if you look at the harvest of this year, you compare it with last year. Um, this year's harvest is expected to be up by 42% compared to last year. That just shows us um, how much improvement has happened. The harvest is estimated at 959,000 tons, second largest uh, on record also. 
improvements in area plantings, better yields expectations are the key boost behind that. But importantly, the 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 harvest improvement in sunflower seeds and soybean and, the, and across the entire vegeta or vegetable oils cluster, in, in fact, comes at a time where globally there are worries on this crop um, on the back of the Russia's invasion of Ukraine because Ukraine is a major player in global sunflower oils exports. And in South Africa, traditionally we would import about a hundred thousand tons of sunflower a year but i think now we've seen such a good boost that we could see those sunflower needs um sunflower oil needs that we usually import for declining and be compensated um in large part by our own domestic harvest of course um the the ukraine stuff added in an environment which was already difficult in the global vegetable oil markets because palm oil where we also import about half a million tons or so um a year uh the major producing uh country of palm oil which is indonesia and parts of asia were struggling with parts of droughts um and production conditions were not good uh, which impacted the global stocks and we had seen prices lifted. So the improvement in, in in production in South Africa assists us a great deal because now we would be needing far less volumes of all of these imports compared to what we had um, needed last year and indeed the seasons before that. There was also improvement in crops such as groundnuts, um, 7% up, for example, uh, from January, um, from, from February, and it's up 15% on a year-on-year basis with around about 74,000 tons. Expected dry beans remain unchanged. We have a harvest of around about 59,000 tons, up 4% compared to last year. We only seen on sorghum where there was a decline. Um, uh, and if you compare it on a year-on-year basis, sorghum is down by 36% um, on a year-on-year basis. And indeed, below the long term 10-year average uh, some farmers switched to better profitable crops some area went to maize some area went to sunflower seeds so it's why we see those dynamics that happened in the sorghum space but now closing these optimistic production data would of course have minimal impact on prices domestically as we've discussed in the previous segments much of the pricing is a result of what's happening in Russia, Ukraine, which also adds to some of the dynamics in South America where there was a relatively poor crop compared to the previous seasons because of, of, of dry weather conditions at the start of the year, uh, rising demand in Asia uh, for grains and oils. So those are some of the, major of the major fundamental things that have been driving global prices. And South Africa, interlinked to the global market, um, it, it tends to be influenced by all of those factors so in our view is that while production improves the the, the 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 global factors that drive prices will remain the dominant one and this is something that we saw last year we saw in 2020 uh happening as such uh, we expect that you know south africa's food price inflation could still average at levels around about six percent we think that the grain related products are the ones that are going to be supporting an uptick while of course a point we've made um previously is that the fruits and vegetable and indeed meat prices could be softening somewhat and then on balance of everything else we're likely to see food price inflation basket averaging at those level that's slightly down compared to 2021 where food price inflation averaged at 6.5 percent 
there are base effects issue of course that are adding to the meat um to the softer meat and and and, and food prices that we are expecting which is why we're having that constructive view of food price inflation at those levels so that's it um for this week much of this uh discussion of course is on our website www.agbiz.co.za where you actually see some of the things that we discuss about um the current rainfalls what do they mean for the quality of the crop and also ahead of the winter crop season plantings um that is starting at the at the at the end of this month